Hello and welcome to GKAD, the Japanese music podcast that you thought was gone but got brought back for a Netflix special event. And hopefully you'll watch it and give them your $8 a month and tell them that you want the show. And wouldn't that be cool if we were on Netflix? That would be really cool. I actually have thought a couple times that we should have like a little... Like a, an actual video of us, but the problem is I have no idea. But the problem is, is that we're all ugly. and <laughs> That is so not... The, come on, look at us. We are freaking cute. All four of us. Good lord. Now I really wish that we had video. Right? Because then people could tell us that we're ugly, and we'd be like, Bitch, you shut your face, because I know I'm hot, and I know everybody else on the show is mm-hmm. hot. So. Speaking of things that we know, I know that we're reviewing Alice Nine's sixth album, Supernova, this episode. Hooray! There goes Jaylee, the babysitter, keeping us on topic. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jaylee, damn it. There we go. And I'm Erin. You can call me Zero, I win. <laughs> Okay, so Alice Nine, they're a VK band, and we've reviewed their albums on the show before, and we liked them very, very, very much. And now we're reviewing this album, which is Supernova, right? That's right, right? Yes. Yep. We're reviewing this album, which is Supernova, released in 2014, with like a girl with glow-in-the-dark paint all over her on the cover. It's very pretty. Or maybe it's a dude. I can't tell. It's Japan. I was thinking yeah. dude, personally. It might be I think dude. it's a girl. I don't know. See? No pony nose. I feel like I, I win because I'm in girl, between. But the flat chest makes me think, dude. Maybe I don't know. I can't. I can't tell the angle of this is that, so I can't tell if it's going. For... Anyways, that's not about the music. <laughs> um, let's talk about Supernova. Okay. Darn it! I almost tricked him into going off topic. Ha! Almost, but not this time. Um. So yeah. So I started listening to this album, and I was like, okay. So I love Alice Nine. Let me just start that off. Love Alice Nine. They're one of my favorite rock bands. They're just the right amount of like. J Rock with a, just a, a, a dash of VK from their indie days, but it's very, you know, pop friendly, strong melodies. It's just good stuff. Um, so I started the album, very high hopes, because they have never let me down. Um, and, you know, it starts with Shining, which was a single, and I, I don't really pay attention to their singles because I want to be surprised when I hear the album, but uh, it was important to know that going in, which were the singles. Um, and so it starts with Shining, which, you know, it's a good track. It's not the best intro. It's kind of a track I would expect them to have around the middle of the album. And then we go Plus Minus, which is probably my favorite track on the album. And then we go into Seven, and it's another track that's like, that's kind of good. And then track four, it's like, something is amiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what Mebius is. Sounds like a mixture between maybe and Mobius. It's Mobius, so. actually. It, it's Mobius. How, yep. Yeah. Is it? I looked it up. Yeah, it's Mobius. Well, where's their Mo? Because um, it's right not here. pronounced <laughs> Mo in the original word. Oh. Well then. It's pronounced more like Mer in the original word, isn't it? Merbius. Merbius. I hate you all. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and then Daybreak starts going, and I'm like, this is. This is this is weird. Then shooting star happens. And I'm like, what is going on? And then we go into exist and one minute kidding and kid and it's just kind of like, I think you know this album really reminded me of Loki, 
because it this is I believe this album would be kind of like this is not what I go to them for. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the mukinization of Alice Nine, in my opinion. Yeah, it's very much kind of well, you're taking out a bit of the rock, and it's kind of poppy, but it's not poppy, and it's not rocky, and you're kind of playing with some dubstep and some electro in it, but it's not really any of those things. It's like a Venn diagram with just very, very little overlap. It's very confusing. And, um, and then, you know, it starts off pretty good, not compared to their other albums, but it, <laughs> compared to albums in general. And then it ends with Shadowplay and uh, Kazantenya, which I think is like, this is the Alice 9 that I wanted for the entirety of the album. And I don't know, this, this album confuses me. I want to know where my band is going <laughs> and where they went, and I don't know. They don't know where they're going on this album. Exactly. There it isn't. Sounds- there's. There's not more than one or two actual Alice Nine songs on this album. I have a list <laughs> of the artists that they ripped off for each track. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It sounded to me very much like this. Kind of sounds like the album that a lead vocalist would put out once they kind of break off from the group and they want to do their first debut solo. And it's just kind of confusing on all over the place. Because like, they don't know their own creative direction yet. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that sounded like. This didn't sound like an established band like Alice 9. This is their sixth album. It didn't sound like that. See, yeah. I, I would tend to agree that it is a bit confusing. But for me, it started out like, eh, this is kind of weird. But then as I listened to it more and more, I was like, you know what? Actually, this is pretty neat. I actually really liked how they were trying to mix in different sounds. Um, it was kind of like what they were secretly aiming for was an album that would please Loki on at least a couple songs, but make but make Zero say intellectual words. Um, <laughs> because they do. They throw in a lot of pop and kind of some dubstep stuff. And I feel like it always stays really strong on the rock core, except for a couple weird songs like Mobius and Shooting Star, because seriously, what the fuck are those songs? Um, but for the most part... I feel like they stay really strong on the rock and they're trying to it felt to me like they were trying to play with maybe not a new direction entirely but like a new concept like they were trying to use pop as like accent pillows in the living room that is Alice 9 mm. but they um, ended up putting too much and then they hit the TV and it's like why yeah. are you even in the living room no it's like they started off with kind of a cool decorated like the kind of room that Gokt would decorate where it's got all kinds of you know visual K-rock stuff all in it and then they kind of added all the uh, bullshit from the set of Carrie Pomme Pomme's Pom 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 video and now it's a mess Nah, like, that seems this... too fluffy to me. <laughs> nah, it's pretty accurate to me. Well, okay, it depends on the song, though. And there's yeah. some stuff I mean, that just kind of appears fluffy on this album because it's them doing it, but if somebody else did it, bleh, if somebody else did it, it would actually probably sound pretty badass. You know, like, if you really listen to Mobius, I mean, really listen to it, imagine Ichiro from Stock in Action singing that song. It's not bad, but it's Alice Nine, so I don't like it, you know? I don't know. I don't think I could like that song anyway. It's I just, didn't think so either, and then I listened to it again, so and I was just like, wait a minute. I listened to it again after we did the review, where I mentioned that Nigoto was kind of being stock in action-ish, and I went, wait a minute here. And that was kind of the vibe that I got. Let's do it again, imagining Ichiro's vocals. It's not as terrible as it seems outwardly. It's still bad. It's not good. That's the thing, is that there's a lot of the... <laughs> 
It's okay, a, at least we I'm, agree that it's not good. It's not good. I'm just saying it's more forgivable. It would be more forgivable if it was delivered by somebody besides Alice Nine, you know? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not Sock Auction, though. They're flawless divas. <laughs> That's not completely true. They did have an early wheat kind of shaky bit of their career. So no. Yeah. Flaw-free goddesses. Yeah, no, I actually thought that it was it was pretty decent, um, especially as I listened to it more and more. My number one thing that really kind of pissed me off is that they put Prelude Resolution at the end when it should have been at the beginning. It should have yeah. been like the lead-in track because it leads into Shining so beautifully and it actually kind of pumps you up for the album besides like kind of the weird video game shit at the beginning of it but i think it, what it's supposed to be is like it's supposed to be a loop I yeah that's so, what i was really, thinking but it doesn't, it doesn't sound work. right after kaisenzanya though i mean exactly. it, it sounds like a mastering error it doesn't sound like it's made yeah. for a loop Ugh. Yeah, they should have just put it at the beginning and saved everybody the trouble. But I actually thought that like Kid Shadowplay and Kaisen Zenya were a good ending for the for the album. I actually thought that the last one, two, three, four, five tracks were actually really good. The first half I think is much more weak, although it's got some good songs, but it also gets really pulled down by Mobius and Shooting Star a lot. So I don't know. I I thought it was interesting. I thought it was kind of neat that they wanted to try something a little different even if they didn't succeed hey you, good on you for you trying know, it's different for them I just wish it was different for Japanese music in general they do yeah. nothing that contributes anything here like I said I've got a list of who they're ripping off with every song and they're ripping off badly for the most part they're not even like paying tribute to these artists styles in an effective way they're just saying hey they do this let's try it too you know, I mean, number five just sounds like a daybreak. It just sounds like a really weak Larkin CL song, you know? Um, plus minus is really fucking catchy, but let's face it, 10 Grok would probably kick that song's ass about a thousand times harder, you know? I mean, it's just like, at number six, Shooting Star is like, they took a Ryuichi Kawamura solo pop ballad melody with like Kimura Kaila, Ayotsuka, this is just a little bit weird sort of production. Um, it's just like there's they're not contributing anything here, and it's just uh, it's frustrating because it's like okay, good, you want to experiment. When does the experimenting happen? You know, this feels like a jam session in a garage. This is not something you put to record. You know, that's the thing. It's like this is their sixth album. They've been around since uh, you know early aughts. It's most of the time when an established band uh, experiments, they at least get, like, high marks for effort. But here I can't even really give them that. Mm-hmm. If this sounds like a college cover band trying to write their own songs, but they don't have their own style yet, so this happened. It's... Uh, oh, and just for the record, don't have two intro-outro-prelude-interlude-type tracks on a 12-track album. That, I just... The, ah, Twitch. In that case, just ditch Prelude Resolution. I What's kind of kinda upsetting like one too is kidding. that One Minute Kidding just should have been part of Kid. I mean, the vocals in Kid yeah. only start 15 seconds in. Why do yeah. you have the one minute intro, which isn't even that long, as a separate track? Why? That's silly. That's, That's just kind of a good put point. It there. I, I just, I would rather this have been like a 10 track album. Or at least an 11-track album where Prelude was at the beginning, <laughs> where I felt like I was getting a little bit more cohesive of a product, a little bit more of a, you know... Sometimes you add more and it's actually less in the end, you know? This album was just so disappointing, but it's... 
hard for me to kind of like put to words why that is. It's just kind of well, just after how amazingly how after how amazingly epic their last two albums were, mm-hmm. last two or three. I mean, they've had really consistently good work for the last few years. I'll definitely agree with you on that point because I think I nominated them for one of my top five of all time, and one of, definitely they've been one of my top five of the year for a year. And this isn't nearly as good as that. This is not making. This isn't even a top ten for the year. This is just really. <sighs> this is definitely in the. I don't know this this year. It seems I have been disappointed by a lot of my favorites, and that's. It's kind of dragging me down, and I was really counting on Alice 9 to kind of, you know, up the ante, keep it going, but mm-hmm. uh, I see that was not the case. Yeah, this, lately, it's been a lot of, like, I'm disappointed in people that I like, but then really pleasantly surprised by people that I'm not I all that into. I was just gonna say that, yeah, I was <laughs> say that. I don't know, they were just doing so well, and it makes me wonder if there's problems with the group, and if we're going to have some creative differences pop up. Oh, this just um, screams creative differences are about to pop up, doesn't it? Oh yeah, totally. This is this is seriously like, other guys in the band were like, oh, I'm sick of doing the same thing all the time. I know, let's totally, you know, mimic the styles of other bands that we like, and see what happens. You know, even, uh, even Seven, which was pretty good, that still had this sort of like, um late 90s, you know, the rough electric sort of, like a wussy stabbing westward sort of sound. But I will say, just to give them credit, this is their first album that wasn't, like, great in my opinion. That's true, they have a damn good track record, so this, this, even Homer sometimes nods, right? I forgive you guys this time, but don't do it again, or I will hit you on the nose with a newspaper. does it for this episode of GKAD. You can follow us on Twitter. I am GKJLee, J-A-Y-L-E-E. She is GK0-Z-E-R-Z. That's me. And the other she is GKAaron, E-R-1-N. The other he is GKLoki, capital L, capital K. And the show is J-Pop, J-Rock, underscore. Join us next time, but until then, I am Lee. I'm... Not upset, but disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Johnny! Johnny.